Radio Free Brooklyn, its staff or management. Thanks for listening and enjoy Radio Free Brooklyn. This is what Brooklyn sounds like. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. You know who I am, the self-proclaimed psychotherapist with no, with no formal training in psychotherapy that just says whatever they want. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. That makes me so happy. I'm, I love you for doing that. Do you know what? We really want you to enjoy your experience. And in order to do that, we want you to be part of our community. Okay? Will you be? Will you join our community? I am personally asking you. Okay? I would love you to join our community. So what I need you to do is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, sign up for the newsletter, check out our merch, check out our 70-plus shows. We've got everything. If you like the, if you like this show, there'll be other ones just like it. And if you don't, and if you don't like this show, you'll like, there's something there. Will, I guarantee you there will be something you like. So anyway, um, what am I, what am I talking about? So anyway, I am so excited to have this bright, shining, cheery, with a dark inside <laughs> guest, Lana Siebel. Hi, Lana. Uh, hi, I'm excited to be with you. I always feel so good being around you. And, yeah. Uh, I'm just, thank you for having me. We really, Lana and I really do have a mutual admiration. <laughs> We're one of those people that when we see each other, it's just embarrassing. Oh, but you, Lana. Oh, no, no, <laughs> you, Lisa. So uh, anyway, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Lana. But before I get started, I want to tell you... Um, I usually, Lana was here um, literally exactly two months ago. And why she's back so soon is because the last episode didn't get recorded by some weird stroke of chance. It's only happened twice in my eight years here. And the last time it was Julio Torres, who's now a very, very famous comedian. But nevertheless, it's only happened twice. So uh, Lana and Julio are in good company, uh, but I did get Lana to come back, and um, we're going to talk about what's going on in her life. Um, we and you know we it was really beautiful because the last time she was on a couple of months ago, I'd been wanting to get back out and doing comedy again, and we really reconnected, and we actually I actually wound up doing her open mics which are my favorite honest to god shout out tiny cupboard friday 5:30 open mic um don't knock the hustle open mic and uh we we've uh and uh we 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 have we have actually seen each other i feel like lana's now in the mix like we're actually doing a sh- lana invited me okay I'm going to say this. Yeah, Lana invited me to, to. to do my first actual booked show uh, that paying, paying, it is paying, uh, in Teaneck, traveling, Teaneck, <laughs> out of state, Teaneck, New Jersey, this coming Friday night at... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Lisa just came back from LA, so <laughs> I gotta get ready. I gotta get ready now. Maybe I'll just. So anyway, at um, the puffin, the puffin room, which is part of Open Source, That's right. and I'll be posting all that information on my Facebook page and stuff like that. But if you're anywhere near Teaneck, New Jersey, you should come by. Okay. You're going to do great. I'm so excited. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a great show. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the car ride out there with you, Lana. Oh, That's all I'm interested same. in. Yeah, just we, hanging out. We just bonded. And you know what? The proof is in, it's been years now that we just, every time we see each other, I feel better after you. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, it's funny because you are literally probably more than you know, like the first person I met when I decided in May two years ago that I was going to start doing open mics because oh, wow. I've always wanted to do comedy. And I went and, do you know the story? I went and I uh, I was like, I'm going to go to tiny, because it was during the pandemic, 2021 must have been. Yeah. And uh, they had rooftop shows and you were hosting the open mic. And I just thought, well, I'll go there. And it was uh, totally booked, of course. And there were so many people there and you were like, I'm sorry, you know, next time. Oh no, me. I had to tell you. Had, you turned me down I'm and I so was sorry. like, no, no. And I was like, I feel awful. That's yeah. in. Yeah. This is, this is a closed, this is a closed group. I'm going to, I have to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it next time. I'm going to try and sign up. And then I would be really nervous about signing up thinking, oh, she's got her friends but, you know, and here we are. Here we are. To you. Look at this, yeah. guys. I told you. Look at this. I'm in my 60s, okay? And I told Lana two years ago that I, or I was told myself, and here I am. Lana is going to be driving us to my first book paying show in out of state. You're tomorrow. one of the few people that I saw. So... Um, I was kind of phasing out of the open mic and now I still, sometimes I, I'm on the road so I can't do it, but it's the only open mic that I do myself and host because I uh, mainly just do shows. I kind of phased out of it, but because of meeting people like you, that's the only, for me, inspiration to keep doing it because you meet amazing people and, you know, you, you have these great experiences and uh, you were one of the few people that I saw from the very beginning and I was like, this lady's really funny and she's very talented. And also I love the way you dressed and your whole demeanor. And you were like, you just like, I don't know if I could say it, but like, you didn't give a shit. You were like, <laughs> I just want to do this to enjoy. And then you're also so kind and supportive of me. Uh-huh. You were just so cool. And as, as I know you more, I just see what a kind, creative and smart person you're, you're somebody I want, I aspire to. Oh my God. I know it's, you're saying here we, here we yeah. go. Here we yeah, go. It's no. the same. It's back. And here, we're, this is going to be the whole show. We can't do this. We can't start. Now. All right. No, Go no. But we, 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 we respect. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. one of the things about Lana that I really respect <laughs> is the way she's able to manage. She's an adult. This is why I identify with Lana, because she's an adult that can manage crazy, crazy people, crazy young men and with dignity. Dignity. Oh, she really nice. keeps the whole thing together. And when you're dealing with a big group of crazy comedians, a lot of them in their 20s, uh, with a lot of testosterone pumping through their system, and Lana creates a very supportive environment and very professional environment. And um, 
That's not something I well, take for granted. Lisa, that means a lot to me because <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I, I try to be modest, but it's not easy. <laughs> it's no, not, no. She's it really silly. is a lot of And also, <laughs> she inspires confidence in the venues that she works with. Like, oh, I respect nice. Tiny Cupboard, all the people, the people that, the couple that own it. Yeah. And the whole way that, um, you know, organization or space venue, call it what you want. They're really... Um, and that to me, a, a really important space. Okay, Lisa's now my publicist as well. Thank you. <laughs> You're, and you got, uh, thank you, Lisa. Lana, That's you know, sweet. really works well with, with every, you know, you need somebody to run something. I Lana try. would be I good try. at it, but you have to pay. I think at this point, you really don't have to pay. So anyway, without, <laughs> without, without getting into all the details, when I first, like Lana's career two years ago was just, beginning to take off and now she is really a full-time comedian uh with you know making making a living as a comedian and um let's just tell you i'll just tell you her website her i mean follow her on instagram she makes these amazing videos which her son is always part of often part of and he is hilarious and the two of them together you want to see some mother Sun cutting up. So it's at Lana Siebel, and it's L-A-N-A-S-I-E-B-E-L. But Lana was also saying, I said, so what are we going to promote? And she has a headlining gig in Atlantic City, the home of entertainment, (laughs) on March 15th. So why don't you tell us about that? We'll get started that way. Oh, my God. Lisa, first of all, uh, if you're feeling blue, just talk to Lisa. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, my God. Who needs a therapist when you have such a beautiful friend? Oh, my God. You just made me. And again, not not the easiest week, but uh, you you just made me feel so good. Um, No, I uh, so I performed, uh, I think it was last spring in Atlantic City Comedy Club and it was at the theater uh then and um it it went really well and then one of the producers uh, who was helping to produce uh Atlantic City Comedy Club saw me and he contacted me uh, a few weeks ago if I could headline um at his new show in Atlantic City and it's going to be March 15th 8 p.m. and it's going to be um uh like a it's March is a uh, women's month so that's oh, exciting yeah that is right on yeah. sister yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, so the the venue is called. It's a really nice venue, actually. I checked it out. Um, Rhythm and Spirits. Um, so yeah, I would love to to see you guys if you're in that area. Um, and it was very. It's very exciting and confirming. You know, when you perform and then somebody um, really respects you and uh, um, puts you on. So yeah. Do you hear yeah. a voice in the background? I do, but I thought maybe I was hallucinating because I'm having such a good time. <laughs> I no. <it's> something. <laughs> is there another show request? This I mean, is they... really weird. Okay, yeah. so this is a new one. You know what yeah. we're going to do, Lana? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, you and I are going to keep yeah. this going. Yeah. And I am going to text Rachel. Oh, Perfect. Because I think we can still talk over this. Yeah, we could do it, and you're recording it. So, yeah. Oh my god! No, this is you know what? Any the more I can talk to Lisa, this is really coming from this is hilarious. Oh my god! From amazing. This is a gift. Okay. Um. Because I'm I'm, so Lana. You know what? I do. 
here's something I do want to um, talk about before we really get into what's going on in yeah, your life right yeah, now. We still yeah. we still yeah, can there's, ca- there's, we still have plenty to catch there, up yeah. on. I'm sure, yeah. but I wanted people to really understand your um, background because yeah. we went through this last time. I yeah. explained. You're, you're a refugee from Ukraine. Yeah, you I actually found a you... paper. I should have brought, I was going to bring it to you that actually says refugee. On really? it. So there's proof. Yeah, I thought, you know, I would say loosely refugee, right? Immigrant. But yeah, it was actual, um, you know, running away from, wow. from what was happening. And, yeah, and, and you... And former. you came here when you were seven. So uh, this is, yeah. be, you know, Ukraine is obviously a big focus. Yeah, but you came yes. here at another time. And yes, it was still the, it was very strange. Did you strange. speak Russian? So it was the former Soviet Union when I was coming over. And it was the USSR. So everything was, uh, I don't know how else to say it, but Russia, Ukraine, there was no real differentiation. Everything was, um, and everybody spoke Russian. And uh, and then after I came uh, September of um, 1989, and then a month later, the Berlin Wall came down, uh, quote unquote, communism came down. And I get, a few years later, you know, there was a revolution. Um, so uh, it was very strange. I still, you, yeah, don't know were really you what's going afraid? on. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about what yeah. that felt like when you had, you yeah. had to, did you have to evacuate in a hurry? So, um, I guess it's a, a long, long history, but, um, the Jewish people, as well as any people with, uh, any kind of religion were heavily persecuted. So, you know, our friends who weren't Jewish, who were, uh, Christian were also, but especially if you're a Jewish person, your passport would not even say citizen. You would be considered, uh, like less than second class. So our passports actually said, uh, Jew. So my mom's passport, Jew, mine, Jew, and not not even my joke is they they didn't even conjugate it. Everybody was just uh, Jew, which is a bit comical. But um, so what what that meant really is my brother couldn't study in certain um, institutions. Uh, my you know parents wouldn't have certain rights. Um, and uh, it was always a scary time, even though you know I was I was seven, and. Uh, you know, when you're seven, sometimes you look at your childhood as not as not being so bad. But uh, I remember there was one time my dad, we, we got a new TV and he said, you can't tell anyone in your kindergarten class that we got we have this because the government could take it away. Um, so it was always um, things that you always feel like uh, it was a little bit like the wild, wild west. It was very, you know, and the rules kind of kept being made up as you go along. So uh my parents got very, very tired of living that kind of life where they feared everything, and um, and they they wanted they wanted to start a new life years prior. There was a chance that they would they would leave even before they had me. But um, um, three of my grandparents passed away in, when they were sixty from cancer. So that's that's life in Ukraine for you, yeah. Um, so they couldn't go; they needed to take care of them. And then finally, when they got the chance, their first chance, they ran. And I, I'm very grateful to them. I think that's, that they were 40. They were 40 years old mm-hmm. when they came. My mom was 39. And mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and back then, it was uh, a difficult immigration because um, first you had to go through Austria. 
And um, if you guys ever come see my set, you know, I, I joke about that. Uh, it was, you know, the refugee camps we stayed at. I give zero stars. Uh, it wasn't a vacation. Uh, also, I thought we were going to Australia. So <laughs> I felt gypped. I didn't understand. So anyway, yeah. so you understand yeah. uh, a little bit of Lana's background. Yeah. Where, where and then she- we, we had to go to Italy for a few weeks, which, again, also people think is a vacation. It was not. It was, you know, uh, camps. And um, we had oh. to go through immigration to get a lot of people would not be allowed to go to America. They um, have to go somewhere else um so you mean as a refugee as a refugee so when you this, were like seven as an artist i think you'll appreciate this my parents um every all the refugees tried to look like they were poor and sad and ripped up clothing my parents said no we're gonna look dignified and act like we're gonna be an asset to this country not uh begging for things so they dressed beautifully they got me together you know and uh they acted with, uh, and they were one of the few people that were allowed to go into America after 24 days in Italy. And, you know, it was, it was a proud story. Yeah. 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 And you gotta love that. I just you gotta got love the it. chills. Yeah, you know, it was you beautiful. Gotta love that. And also, you know, lifelong of trauma of looking presentable and being presentable so oh, people will let me into places, which is not a bad thing, I guess. But, I guess but just like, So that's yeah, what I, that's you why really I got, in control. Yeah, because I'm not, I feel very got, out of control. Yeah. You got traumatized <laughs> into that. <laughs> yeah, no. At least something. No, but um, Lana has made a lot of really, she's oh, made a really positive life for herself oh, thank you and i've got to tell you uh, i got very lucky i got really i got so lucky with s- such loving good people including you i really i really treasure that i think it's so well, important just appreciate well that. you value yeah, you i value, value it. that i, I mean, really do she married a great guy. She's I got, got so it. lucky. Oh, Lisa, I would pray. I'd go to Yeshiva. <laughs> so really? I to Yeshiva. And I remember praying when I was about 12 years old. You know, when you become a woman in the Jewish religion at 12, uh, you know. But, uh, you had a bat mitzvah? Uh, well, in McDonald's. It was not traditional. Uh, okay. yeah, that, again, that's, that's part of the kosher. stand-up. No, it wasn't. MC was Ronald McDonald. Anyways. <laughs> I like it. See ya. Thank you. Got to go uh, with it. You got to yeah. come come see the it works. stand-up. It works. Yeah, it works. But it's true. It is true. You're a woman and you're Jewish. And Jewish yeah. and um, work, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I remember praying, you know, to, to God. I'd be like, please get me a good husband. You know, I'd really appreciate. It. And if if it's not too much to ask, even though I know I'm praying, you know, I'm in yeshiva, and I I guess I'm praying to a Jewish God. By the way, I'm 12, so. Um, but I was like, please, God, if you don't mind, if you could make him not Jewish. Not that I have anything wrong against the Jewish people. I love my people, but he can't be like me. I can't have two of me together. And uh, and God answered my prayers, you know. My my husband is uh, Italian-American Catholic. We're, we're both not very religious, but um, I think the point was that he's a good person. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. But um, I guess it, I'm just trying to make it comical. But as my father-in-law, not Jewish, but exactly me we are the same oh, really? person we ended like, up my husband you... married his father yeah my yeah. husband is half italian oh really yeah oh, like yeah. my son yeah half italian half german oh yeah there's yeah. a part german in them too and i guess i'm german jewish as well so yeah 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 see mix- that that was a tip i wish i'd known when i was younger you have to pray to find the right guy. you gotta pray <laughs> and you gotta prayed. ask for some specifics very specific i was I very <laughs> i didn't get married till i was 54 i That's really should have awesome. been a, i, I <laughs> yeah. wish i'd known yeah, you could no. pray for that <laughs> so um anyway i just want to tell you a couple more details about lana yeah. um because 
what I mean, Lana is really exceptional in what she's been able to make happen in her life. I mean, besides that, uh, she's a comedian, which is one of the hardest art forms to make a living at. She also um, was a professional ballroom dancer, <laughs> and she was rated number ranked number seven in the U.S. For ballroom dancing. <laughs> so here's somebody who really, really has uh, drive <clears throat> and a work ethic and um, good values. And that's what I want you to know. Now we, now we can catch Thank up. Thank you, Lisa. There, we I, did the wow. background. Oh, my God. And also, did, did I say this? If you go to episode, um, you know, Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, the archive 277, you can hear the original interview with Lana, which I think was almost two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And you can hear more details about her journey to America. Right. And that so, interview was a blast. I remember it just that hour flew by. Yeah. It was really, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't hardly know you yeah, then. Yeah. So anyway, um, so what's going on now? What can we talk about? Oh, How's wow. your life? Um, you know, it's, uh, you just, I feel like everybody, um, it's important to know you, 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 like you work so hard at getting these goals and then you think you're going to reach this goal and all your problems are going to go away and then you're going to be so happy and everything's going to be perfect. And, uh, then you realize, um, just, just more problems, you know? So your goal originally when I first met you was was to to be a working comedian, right? And now you're a working comedian. And I'm very sad all the time. My my 10-year-old son son says, your life is very, very sad. He (laughs) says that to you? And you know what? He's very right. He has a a great sense of humor. He really does. He's the best. He He really gets you. He really gets me. And uh, he's also a talent. I keep telling him not to forget me because he's he's been um writing all these films himself and he's uh you know does the videos he, he has his own youtube channel which when he gets older i'll, I'll let him um advertise him. it more but he's always looking at how many subscribers and he tells me to go on youtube which is again a smart move but he's uh this guy is uh he's, he watches all these very deep incredible movies and now really? he's on a scorsese kick we just watched really? a, a bronx Holy yeah cow. yeah yeah wow. and goodfellas which again he's 10 uh maybe not the best idea uh no, so yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. better than a lot of the, better than the many That's many true. other it is a and classic. better than video games that is true he doesn't really play video games but he does oh my god he does want to wow. see the godfather the whole trilogy so we did go see that with him wow yeah there yeah he, he can wow. sit through a six hour Wow, yeah. it's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it he's, really is. And he loves music. He's a big uh, musical fan. He really, really what yeah. What kind of music does he um, like? Any, he, any kind of musical, he will go. They just went to see my father-in-law and him, uh, Titanic, which is uh, loosely based on the movie Titanic, which uh, they went to see Titanic as well, and he was just uh, so overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. Like, so yesterday we were actually having a conversation, and I was we were walking by, you know, um, so I used to go to Pace University. That was the college I went to, and, uh, the, you know, 9-11, when it was happening, I was going to college, and I was telling him about, and he was like, this is making me so sad. So then he started telling me about Titanic, and we did this old-age Jewish thing of who's going to make one sadder, you know? Who's going <laughs> to... <laughs> so, 
Wow, yeah, that's pretty yeah, good if a ten-year-old yeah, can work with somebody wrote, who's an immigrant <laughs> yeah, from the Ukraine. He and did it. Play, <laughs> he and won. He won. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, He's yeah. impressive, but he really does seem to like to like enjoy being in your videos and playing with what's going on in your life and yeah yeah he's um and does he come to shows uh so he's 10 so i'm trying to be very careful with him but maybe in a few years i think he wants to start doing um comedy Comedy. himself and um i mean to be honest with you uh, so we gave him uh our cell phone to use he went to this birthday party it was only a few kids and we were nervous uh, we just wanted to make sure he's okay. And he was really good at answering us back. He was telling everything that's going on. So he was very responsible. So I feel like he is a really responsible, good he's guy. Just yeah. Like, yeah, like, like you his can dad, really yeah. trust him. You can trust him. Because we were like, please just don't, you know, because a lot of kids, they're young. They don't, they forget. I'm like, please just, when we call you or we message you you know it's our generation it's not a great thing to be so anxious but um yeah being parent is anxiety producing very anxiety producing yeah but he was he was great about it he's really like a little adult he's yeah yeah he's on top of it yeah wow he really he he really likes being part of like you your family's like a real team yeah i think we really enjoy being well together during the pandemic it was kind of uh weird how we all got along so well yeah we really uh, liked each other it's Jesus. i mean not, it's enough to make you want to have children yeah well <laughs> no, it wasn't perfect not pretty hard time. i'm pretty hard boiled about that but <laughs> no no it's it's uh it kind of worked out but you know but a lot of times you know and i talk about this in my stand-up i'm i'm like the bad guy which Granted, I am, but still, you, you know, mean, I'm you the mean one setting down the rules. Your husband—that's what you would think. But like, no, actually, not good at cooking, cleaning, uh, which is great because then I get to not do it. So, you know, I, if, if any moms or dads are listening, this is how you get out of doing things. You just don't do it so well you, for years, so, and then you're told that's all right. Go. So your husband's good at that. He's thankfully good at helping yeah. him with homework and uh, cooking, but um, I'm. I'm not the worst. Actually, they keep telling me you're not, you know, you're I'm too sure hard. You're on, not. I'm very hard on I'm myself. Sure you're not. You I know, am. it's yeah. funny. My husband yeah. is really good at that stuff, too. Yeah. And I think, Lisa's smart like me. She got out of it, too. No, <laughs> I think it's a really good example yeah. for I think it was really a good example for my stepson, just yeah. like it is for your son. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just Actually, my son is really good at cooking. He's really starting and, to do it. Yeah. And my uh, father-in-law was also really good at taking charge Same. of things. I got to give it up for my father. I said I would talk about him today, and uh, yeah. he's really good yeah. at, at all that stuff as well. And yeah. my father, too, he was the one. So my mom would go to dental school when we came to America because she was a dentist in Ukraine, and she she was 40. Uh, she was told, you're too old. Maybe you can go start um you know, doing like uh, working at a Russian produce store and be one of the <laughs> clerks there. Oh, but, no. And she said, oh, no, you don't. And, you know, so she's she's got that very sheer force of will, which is a gift, but also in a lot of ways, you know, is um, not the easiest sometimes. But uh, but I do mm-hmm. admire her for that. Uh, just com- constant going to dental school at 40 years old and learning a new language is pretty remarkable. Um, and the th- what I saw, what she had to go through is... Um, yeah. Is, yeah, it kind of showed me that nothing is really impossible. But sometimes... 
I'm very fortunate for my husband where he says, but you can't hurt yourself. You can't do this to a point where you're, you know, you're uh, abusing like yourself. You're dancing, yeah. like if the you're dancing practicing your or the dance comedy, so much. or yeah, putting yourself yeah. in danger. You really have to, but yeah. you still have to. Thankfully, you yeah, know, hook because, neck is a safe place. Oh, to it go. Is, yeah, no, don't worry. It's not, <laughs> some of the places, though, I I would go to, uh, and sometimes I'd have my husband's son drive me, and they drive me. I'm not going to say which places, but they drive me a block away and they go, you know, we're going to the nicer part of town. Good luck here. We'll pick you up in a few hours. Makes them nervous. They really, it's some, it's just deserted. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Make them, make them a little nervous. Exactly. You know, make them appreciate you. Exactly. So it's interesting what you were saying though, like some of, um, now that you are a working comic, I want to hear like what, what, what turned out better than you expected and what turned out worse. Oh, interesting. I think, you know, I think this is very relatable to any kind of performance art. It's always the anticipation of pre-show, especially when you have to be doing more time and you're the When you're the headlining, headlining yeah, Atlantic City pressure, and yeah. 45 oh, yeah. minutes. You do like yeah. 45 minutes. Now. Yeah. Like the, yeah. that's overwhelming to me. Just yeah. the idea of keeping the set list in your, how do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do, you do, you do uh, practice it. Um, and, uh, but it's really the, it's once you're on stage, it's, it's, it's great. You know, you're, you're connecting, you're going, it's working, but it's the anticipation. It would be the same when I was acting, when I was dancing, it was that anticipation. You go through such dread and such horrible scenarios in your mind. Um, that it's a little overwhelming that once you do it, it's, it's quite an amazing release. Um, but you just, that happens every single time. Every single, still, yep. (laughs) Every single time. What, you're Uh, afraid you're going to screw it up or Uh, what do you imagine happening? Yeah. All kinds of things. Um, something happening where something rowdy comes up. Oh, wow. Crazy people. Crazy people. You're going to be heckled. Yeah. Heckled or hurt physically or, (laughs) or. Wow. Yeah. You really go there. Yeah. I go everywhere. Oh, it's all kinds of scenarios. Um, but luckily the, the going over the set really helps which is again very set like I don't think you were really funny about it last time you mentioned like I was saying that I practice my set as I'm driving up to different places and you were like yeah that is very set it was it is um, but it helps me like focus on this is the work that has to be done right um, right, right do but, you worry this is what I would be worrying about I'd be worrying like you're showing Atlantic City yeah. I would be all the thing I would be focused on is the authority figure, I'd be like, mm. um, that guy's going to think I suck. That's, mm. do you worry about that at all? Are yeah. you, that's I not something. I think I used to, I used but to, But you're yeah. not now. You're like confident. You don't, yeah. it just um, doesn't bother, it doesn't bother you either way. That's my yeah. neuroses. I'm wondering. How, no, I used to, that was, that was especially, yeah, I remember I would be like certain people, I feel like, yeah, they, they you, you see them as like a parental figure or disapproving or you, but now I think I was, I was starting to do a lot of, work on um uh this book uh it's uh what's it called julia cameron i don't know if you know um artist an artist life the artist yeah the artist way the artist way yes i know that book (laughs) yes that that i've read it no no i i just during the pandemic i started it and it was so about like journaling three pages a day do you do that i i try i try when i do i feel better because a lot of times i'm just uh constantly going over and over my neuroses and my anxieties um so that that would actually was a really great tool um certain other things about 
not focusing on the one negative person and trying to focus on the positive. That really, so I, I bought a whole series of her books. Oh wow! And it's really been helping. Um, and you know, my husband and son make fun of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, artist way. <laughs> they, they would come in with dances with like little, like I don't know, like um. I don't know. They were just unbelievable. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. So talk <laughs> about mean? hecklers. I, I mean, they really trained me. Like, I don't care. You know, uh, yeah. what? there's nothing that I can't handle that I haven't heard. Do you practice in yeah. front of them? No, no. They they keep telling me, like, well, why don't you practice in front of us? And we won't laugh. But like, I don't think so. Can you <laughs> oh, no, believe this? I know. Can I know. you believe I, every? Yeah. No, uh, I couldn't do it either. Yeah, yeah, they they really, it really, you know, I, sometimes I get mad at them, but now I'm thinking about it, it really helps me with, because they say so many different things, but they say it to each other too, and oh, they don't yeah. mind, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. it's always the whole oh women, and then I get really oh, are you kidding me? So it really again they train me. It's a co- every you know, day. Tra- it's like Rocky, you know, but comedy. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, when they say women, just bear in mind that yeah. they're the he, they're the ones doing the cleaning and cooking. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're right. You know what? I can't be mad at them because they are. They really are. So they do take you a, yeah. do you ever think now like wow I reached my goal I'm actually doing this or you never you never feel never that way enough. it's never enough and that's another thing I'm trying to work on and just try, try to be a little more satisfied with each thing and each moment um, each achievement easier said than done yeah you're you're getting it's, bigger gigs now right yeah, bigger yeah. longer. Um, longer and you um i know you're sounds only like post- a commercial but anyways yeah, being, bigger, uh, longer. Longer, yeah. um ladies i can't help it sorry guys we're doing comedy <laughs> so uh yeah no it feels like more pressure you just feel more pressure you feel more like oh am i good enough for this one? Oh, i hope i don't i hope there it's 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 worth people um you know having a babysitter and coming over to watch this gig and driving and buying the tickets so you feel like i really oh, want to do right, good now yeah. people are paying yeah yeah oh, and no. i just really want yeah i know right <laughs> you right. just really want to do right. well of you really want to work on and be of as course people are as possible. paying real money to see you yeah yeah, yeah. wow you that's want... something i haven't really had to yeah. deal with well you will you maybe. will yeah maybe i don't know you will um yeah. so um well what about yeah. the the lifestyle. I mean, yeah. that seems really. Yeah, it's not did a great lifestyle. Did you anticipate not... that? Did you think <laughs> yeah. about that, or did you anticipate that, or what is yeah. the lifestyle? You yeah, tell me. Um, As a working mom. Yeah, it's um, you know, the, the so I we have to get up like around six six thirty every morning uh, to drive my son, and um, and then you know a lot of a lot of scheduling and 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 working on things, and then the gigs are late, so by the time you know. 7, 8 p.m. rolls around, you feel like um, you just want to go to sleep. So you really have to to, to force yourself. And also, uh, you know, uh, just doing mundane things all day and being like a, a mom and then feeling like, oh, I just don't feel good about myself. But then having that release is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Then you do feel, you know, you... You come back and you're like, oh, um, I got to work on my craft. I got to get better. I got, um, and then the next morning at 6 a.m., you feel like you want to kill yourself because you're so tired and you have to go wow. through that again. And your husband yeah. works. He works full time. Yeah, yeah. He has a full time job. He full time right? job and he really helps me out and watches what is, my son. What is, yeah. He has a. 
a, a lawyer. Yeah, he's a lawyer, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it's. Um, Can you believe this? This yeah, is a, this is an overachiever. You're not going to yeah. ever. Don't don't. No. You're never going to get this together. No, <laughs> no, it's, no. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. But the artist. I'm trying yeah. to process this myself. Somebody who who it's, had it, such little yeah. responsibility for anybody but me. Although I have. That's hard. That's not easy. (laughs) It's not. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm very grateful to them to get me out of. They get me out of my own brain. It was harder to just be with me and my own thoughts. Yeah. No. But it sounds like a really. I mean, it sounds good, and it sounds like it it sounds like it. No, I know it's a lot of hard work. But also the way that your son and the three of you are really a team makes. I mean, that does sound like a real bonus that. Yeah, you can't no, take for granted. Right? I don't. That I really, I feel incredibly lucky. Yeah, and, um, and my father-in-law is great too, and they get along really well. And I feel very close with him. And um, and uh, you so know, he, yeah. so he's yeah. he's pit- yeah. you have you yeah. have a, somebody pitching in. He he watches him yeah you know, once once a week, and they look forward to it. You know, they go to the movies together. They do their musicals. Um, they really have a, a such a beautiful connection and they are also very similar um i don't know how i got a you know a father-in-law who's yeah just so amazing um and um my mother-in-law who passed away a few years ago is very very close with her as well she was a a woman who taught me so much warmth and kindness and strength and um yeah, I got I got very lucky with them. They're not perfect. I just want if my father-in-law no. is listening to this, you are not perfect. <laughs> we get we give each other a lot of uh we we you know, we uh quarrel hey, a lot. We, yeah, we know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, we're we, close this is a radio. and that we can joke around, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice when you can really joke around with each other like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so um what um what you never satisfied. So what never. would you imagine like what do yeah. you think your next like what's the next level what's the next goal that's so interesting because um i don't think there is i think now i'm just starting to figure out are there different gigs or are you like oh my god i thought now that i'm are you like i made it i'm here and now you're like what that's it this is all yeah yeah you feel like but the next goal is would be to get um like a, a late night spot and because that that would be great and it would open up mean, more like opportunity a late- like a like a late night show on TV uh, on TV yeah so yeah wow. yeah so hopefully that that um that was in the plan you know maybe like a if yeah. any late nights are listening Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Fallon any of the Jimmys I'll do any, any of the yeah, I'll do any of the Jimmys uh, or anybody uh they, those are all great um and things to aspire to and. Uh, also, um, I just need to really work on, and you probably hear this as mundane as it is, to get a great tape. So sometimes you can have the best comedy performances, but you don't tape it, or it doesn't. How do you? Yeah. How do you do that? I try to tape my own sets, but it just doesn't come out as quality as you need it to you mean, to you send mean out. To tape pe- your own sets, uh, audio yeah. visual, audio video. visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tape. Um, so it's it's. I might just get something of different tapes together and put it together. Um, but it's um, where people, a lot of people just hire somebody to tape them. But I, I don't see that um, as realistic. But it seems why, like. Why, yeah. why do you say that? Uh, I don't know. I is don't know. It, I just, is, it, is, is it because you 
the money or the pressure of having to make that one set Yeah, both, break. both, exactly. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you're going to spend all one. this money to have a shitty set Yeah, and you a feel shitty like what, you always feel like it's, yeah. And then it always, when you feel that way, it always turns out to be something good. You never end up recording something that you think is worthwhile in quality. So it's just, it's just the, that's the, I guess. The I guess that's technique. everybody's struggle. Everybody's struggle. It? Everybody's feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just getting, and then also um, I finally started to release little comedy bits and there was this one guy who said her voice is annoying which i thought was so funny because i'm like talk to my husband and son you know like it's not nothing i've never heard of also gilbert gottfried had one of the most annoying voices but is one one of the most admirable comics so i thought it was a compliment and i i want i was almost going to engage but then i'm like i can't engage with that because it's too time consuming and too much energy to engage with somebody like this so somebody responded let's comment Aren't we not was supposed it? to look at comments? Yeah, no, we are. And uh, I, I had other experiences where there was a couple of, you know, they call them the trolls or trolls. trolls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which uh, is just, um, I guess there's some people who like to engage with that. I just don't because I, it's just, I, I don't have the energy or time. And they're professionals. You know, they do this full all day. So I can't. Can't compete with that. So right. I, I'd like to go right. on the positive side. Yeah, right. the right. negative. Right. I, I don't have. No, that's the, right because the, most comedians start out when they're, or a lot of yeah. successful comedians, they start out when they're teenagers. Yeah, um, that's or true. in college, yeah. and they have absolutely no responsibility, that's and they don't even point. have a real job, and they have the energy to to engage with yeah. uh, the, that kind of. Yeah. Right. And thing, so yeah. for them to do five spots a week doesn't yeah. seem or 10 or whatever it is yeah. or, um, you know, all that stuff. So they get yeah. started before they have yeah. a family. But you yes. started after you had a after, family. After, yeah. And that yeah. really, that was actually what helped me. It's, mm-hmm. I kind of, it's something I wanted to do for so many years um, when I was even a child. I remember nine or 10. I remember but not really having the words. And then when my son was two and I was overwhelmed and feeling like, uh, uh, what's the point? I realized this is, I, this has been something I really wanted to do for so many years. It's, um, did you have, did you have early influences? Oh, that's a good question. Um, like where, where did you were like, I want to do comedy. Where'd that come from? Uh, I, I think I always felt like, like, like you said, that I have this ability to make people laugh and I have a very, uh, like, a, a external, um, you know, cheeriness, but a very internal darkness. And I think I felt like I connected with the comedic, you know, perspective of being a right. depressive. And, uh, right. and also I think my husband is, he's still to this day, no matter how many comics and I love them all, but he's the, he, person that makes me laugh the hardest. he's so funny he's got a real dark funny side that's just yeah and just and uh how he describes in words and sometimes the embarrassing awkwardness of how he says that is just so funny i can't he's always made me laugh really so um has he ever wanted to do comedy he really doesn't know (laughs) he doesn't want to be on stage he does not not an ounce, which is also very. I, I just find him so admirable. He's somebody does I not admire. Want that kind he of- does not. He doesn't have that kind of empty thing that needs to be filled. <laughs> yeah, that we. Well, yeah. you know, it's really interesting because. But he is a good actor. He was. Um, he wanted. He was. Um, 
Uh, he wanted to be a director since he was little, and he was an actor as well. Um, and he was very, very good, and he's a really great writer as well. He and studied film or he something, He studied right? film um, in, in NYU, and yeah. he was amazing. He's such an amazing uh, writer and director, and um, and maybe we can collaborate and still work together because uh, uh, that talent is really something that he has. Yeah. He's a really talented person. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. smart, too. Just yeah. really, yeah. And, and not somebody also very humble. He doesn't ever talk about it or brag. You know, you really have to, like, ask him. Uh, he's not going to be, like, pretentious or anything. But he's right. so interesting and knowledgeable. This guy wow. is really, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I just, I really admire wow. him. Wow. Yeah. So there's a family yeah. film in the future. Yeah, I hope so. I really <laughs> hope. I'm really trying to work. If he's listening, I hope. <laughs> so tell me about um, when you, when, um, your experience of being on stage when you started doing what yeah. the dancing like how yeah. is that different like did you yeah. did you get anything out of ballroom ballroom yeah, dancing yeah. was your thing right did you get anything yeah. out of that that well, you I was used very now? self-conscious yeah it was a whole you know i was uh I think that's it's nine or ten yeah it was you started when you were nine and ten i started and then i, I quit did. because i was so embarrassed of my weight i felt very uh overweight and were all the girls like really? Yeah, I felt like all the girls were, or maybe I was not even you looking probably, so much. No, I was I, just so embarrassed for myself. Um, you didn't want, you couldn't yeah, take that kind of attention. I couldn't. Yeah, I was, and I was really just ashamed of how I looked. Wow. But I think it had to do with a lot of unprocessed trauma of maybe the immigration yeah, and being alone when I was when I came to America and being um, lonely. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah, if the dancing was a way to build on your resilience. Yeah, um, it was a re- from release. What, the yeah. trauma you went through. Did you did yeah. you want to do dance or did somebody? Get, I I did. You knew I you did. wanted to dance. I, I well, at first I it was my friend who, who joined and I and she was a lot uh, thinner and shorter, so she was a good body type. I was a lot bigger than her, which is we were the same age, but I was so much bigger than her. Right. And uh, very, you know, I felt very self conscious and. Uh, um, and then I, I quit for a few years and then I got a, you know, a whole eating disorder and felt proud of myself for so that. You became uh, anorexic. I became anorexic. Really? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but to a point where I could still function well uh-huh. and, uh, and dance. Um, and, uh, and it was interesting cause I got such good, uh, positive feedback, you know, she's For so being thin, so skinny. She, yeah, being so skinny. She said, you know, she dances so well now. Her, so it was a lot horrible. of positive. Yeah. That's so, terrible. Yeah, How was, old were you then? Uh, I was about 12. Um, and, and I remember the school would call the teachers and the principals would say, you know, she's too thin. Uh, she's not really eating, and my mom was like, "Oh, thank you." Well, she's gonna. She, it was. It, Did they your didn't mom know. want you to be thin for um, dancing and stuff? I or? think she was very proud of me. She she did. I, they did. They, they, I really think they had no idea about right um, about not eating. having enough food. food. Exactly. So to it was to them, it was like, uh, oh, oh she's God. willpower. Now yeah. there's enough food, and she's. Uh, which I, you know, the older I get, the more I understand them and they really did, you know, sacrifice so much and work so hard. And, um, but also it's good to know they weren't perfect. They didn't know a lot of things. Uh, and they had to worry about so much that, um, and you had a brother and I had a brother too, who, um, by the time he was like 18, he pretty much moved out. 19, he got married at a very early age, Mm. which didn't work out but uh now he's 
married to someone great and Good. amazing amazing sister-in-law he also went through a lot yeah uh, yeah it was it was, so it was a lot it was a lot and even till now i'm really wanting us to get to a better place as a family because i think when we get around each other there's still this sadness and this still thing yeah my parents my brother i think we all went through things that we never really worked out i'm the only one that really mentions the whole immigration i think they really yeah i don't like last time i talked about uh that they it's like almost We've never really worked any, what anything out. was the last out. time you saw them together? Um, all together, I think about a month ago. Oh, we so sat, you see yeah. them pretty regularly? We see, yeah, once a couple of months. Um, couple and it's getting time. better. Things are getting a little better, but it's still, it's like you would think after all these years, we'd have things worked out a little, but I think it's no. just getting <laughs> to a place that we're, I think I want to be a little more uh, not painful. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I think we're all kind of isolated. We don't talk about anything. We don't really... Wow. Yeah. That yeah. would be really brave and, and, and yeah. probably healing if you can... Yeah, I think... And also, like, you really appreciate what your parents sacrificed for you. I do, yeah. And, I, and you want them to know that. I really want them to know that, but I also wish they could understand that when I um, make fun of them, it's coming from a place of love and it's also coming from a place of helping me uh, survive better and look at things. You make in fun a diff- of them and they get mad. I, I think they still they don't know, but I think if they ever see it, they it's I don't know. I think I'm. Is that in your act that they might see it, or is that in the room when you're hanging? With when them? I'm in the room, it's very interesting because I'm not allowed to be funny. Like in the film, like if I uh, for years, I think it's getting a little better now. But it would be like uh, I say something. Um, and they would look at me like I'm, you know, the worst person ever. And then my husband might say the same thing, and it's so funny. Uh, the way, wow. yeah, it, it would be, and my husband would laugh because I'd say something really observational or funny or right, right, right. just like Joker, and they would get so upset. Um, so yeah, I think they still don't really know. I mean, the, I showed my dad a tape from years ago, and it's p- part of my act, and he said, "Is this a job interview?" <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and then, this is a job interview. Yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah, tell your yeah. stand-up comedy no, you from a job on stage with a microphone. And, wow. Yeah, and maybe he meant audition, but then I told my mom also years ago, and she said she th- this is also part of the act. But I, she said, um, you know, I will do comedy now. Take me to Comedy Central. That's exactly what she said. So well, you know, I, it's so yeah. funny. This is the most common thing I hear. Yeah. So we. You know, we hear yeah. from creative people mm. all the time, no matter yeah. what level. Of, I mean, you hear it with celebrities, famous yeah. actors. You know, my parents yeah. didn't understand or they bring nope. their parents to yeah. like their, you know, to like the Academy Awards so they yeah. can finally be proud of them. Yeah, yeah, no, and, it's never going to happen. And I know. They, <laughs> I know just, they just can't picture that their kid... You know, could be in front of a room full of people having them all laughing. Yeah, no, no, they're never going to because they don't understand me in real life or really listen. So it's not going to be the same. Like in stand up, it's just going to be me being upset that they're not paying attention or listening or not understanding. But also it has to do with, you know, them being immigrants and not maybe uh, not being 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 well versed in American culture. Yeah. But it's interesting. My mom, when it's convenient, she understands everything. And then when she doesn't want to, all of a sudden she doesn't understand. So I think she went to dental school and graduated. So I think she understands more than some reason they don't understand me. 
some when I speak, <laughs> when words come out of my mouth, they like shut down. I don't know. I think it's really hard <laughs> now that I'm a stepmom and I have a uh, 34 year old stepson. I see him as a full fledged adult, mm. but I yeah. think sometimes. I mean, I talked to yes. my husband about it, yeah. but I think, I think that it's really hard as a parent to like. You have such a um, strong impression of your child as a child. I yeah. think a lot of times they have a really hard time breaking out of it and seeing them the way other people see them. Oh, yeah, of course. Do you ever of bring course. your friends or another friend around? I wonder if that would help. I wonder oh, if that would help. Helped, oh, it's helped so much. Uh, my husband, my father-in-law, my son, they, they see, see you with other people. They see, Yeah, and they also see just how dysfunctional my parents could be. It's comical. It's almost comical. Uh, They're like, it's like you step back and it's kind of, it's entertaining and it's so funny the way they they're just very hardworking. they have their way of doing things and it's like watching a hurricane but when you're in the hurricane it's very difficult to so they right. see they saw that craziness uh um i don't know how much more time we have but i have so many seven stories. minutes so, okay so you yeah. have <laughs> but you have um you have used your sense of humor as a way it to helps. find compassion it's in the only way <laughs> yes right it's not i mean therapy helped too right but therapy. i would just talk to my brother a few days ago he's like i can't i can't deal with our they're going through some issues now but it's also the way they go about it is so difficult they make things so much more difficult than they need to be they don't do things like normal people should be doing like, like calling a doctor when your pulse is almost like you're you they don't know, like to call the doctor they don't like to call the doctor they don't trust anybody there you know because they're dentists authority i don't know figures? authority physical therapy right. i've been asking my mom to go for years she refuses and then she couldn't walk so it's like my brother now was like i can't take it anymore whatever you want to and i you know because so they don't like to call do, do yeah. you think it's a government do they have any fear of the government or authorities I think or that that is true too but i really think they just um think that they can do everything themselves they think that they know better ah, than anyone else I that like they that. will yeah that they <laughs> i like it too to a point where you know where it's so dangerous to, oh yeah well with yeah. health things yeah would, yeah yeah and there's <laughs> exactly. nothing you can do about getting them i'm trying this is what i'm working on right now i've been doing this for a couple of days now i'm trying to break through but um it, they need to somebody need, needs somebody needs to step in yeah they just go. yeah because they, they they have accomplished so much they have done things that are yeah uh, unimaginable. yeah unimaginable and but um but sometimes you do need Somebody they don't want to, to go to a doctor. They know help they to, to them is like would, the end. Yeah. Um, any yeah. would or getting yeah. somebody to fix the yeah. plumbing. How about anything? Yeah. Um, they try to as much as they could. They do everything themselves, which is not the greatest thing. Yeah, uh, I can imagine some <laughs> in humor seven, in yeah. there with people oh, in their seventies not being it. What oh, do they do? Like God. what kind of stuff? They, I mean, I, I'll tell you. Like, a, 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 um, this is my husband was like. I get it now. Like, so years ago, when I was actually just pregnant with my son, Mother's Day, right? My dad picks me up. Um, his sister's in the car. My mom and the sister don't get along very well. You know, typical story. Anyways, uh, they they were already like tense and nervous. Um, finally, my, my dad uh, drops off his sister, which is great. Then my mother 
they start arguing. She lights up a cigarette. The cigarette uh, lit up, uh, falls on the floor and almost burns her foot. My dad doesn't stop. They keep going. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is while I'm pregnant. Then 10 minutes later, my dad uh, doesn't wait. You know, when you're going through, I guess it was to Staten Island, you know, the pole that's supposed to go up so the car can go through. He almost runs through the pole. Um, and, uh, we're already, uh, we're already like late. And then, uh, I guess my mom gets, was trying to get out of the car. Uh, the car keeps moving. Um, the door is open. Anyways, they, for years oh now, I think they, God. <laughs> oh my God, my, my husband's That's like, I so need a insane. drink. And that, I think they make these stressors, um, when life is going okay, they make these stressors they, for themselves. They can't handle it. They can't handle life just being okay. And that comes and that that's where the comedy comes in. But it's very hard when you're actually in it. And when my husband saw what I had to go through on a daily basis, and I'm like that. Sometimes I work you, myself up because that's what I'm used to. Um and well, th- that's it, what life is like. Yeah, yeah they it's very never, exciting. They never take the easy way out. <sighs> No. I think everything's I'm, really hard. I hard, can be yeah. I can I can I can be like that, I think. Yeah, when, it's, but but I I kinda know it. Like I know I know I I kinda do things really the hard way and then I realize, oh, I'm really being neurotic and that's why yeah. it's so much harder and yeah. this is really like you, you have awareness. They have no zero imagine that with zero awareness. No. And like, oh, what did we do wrong? Yeah. Where oh. did we go? Oh, and we tried. Do they we didn't almost do kill they you. blame other people? Oh, everybody! It's everybody's uh, fault. <laughs> it's everybody else. It's oh, good. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. So right. I'm glad about that. So they don't it's take it fault. on. They don't. Oh, take that too. It it's it's themselves. a combination. It's on themselves. And see, just when you thought things would get a little easier, no, it's both. It's them and it's others. But it's also no awareness mixed mm. with. It's like the perfect recipe for like if you're watching a Three Stooges movie. <laughs> that's what, that's what, but it's hard to be in the Three Stooges. Right. You, right yeah. Right. So um, it's anyway, amazing. I'm very awesome. lucky with all this material. Yeah, I, I got to write more about this. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see so much. that. I want to see that. It's that a would lot. be a really good I got to process idiot. it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot. It's that's a, lot. a lot that you you've have, been oh, through. Lisa, and I'm glad there's witnesses now. At least it's not just me. I'm not the crazy one. It really is them. <laughs> so anyway, I we're gonna have to wrap up. This is fun. Sadly, yeah. This but, is... but but anyway, not really because we're going to Teaneck tomorrow. Can't wait. So I want to um, thank you again for listening to Doctor Lisa gives a shit. Do you know I have over, I've been doing this eight years, folks, wow. and I have over 300 episodes on the archives. So if you go to my show page on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, uh, you can you can access a lifetime. <laughs> you could probably, that's an hour, 350 hours, you do the math, stay in all weekend. No, <laughs> but anyway, um and I want to thank Lana for being here. And I want thank to you. remind you that she is at Lana Siebel on Instagram. That's S-I-E-B-E-L. Lana and I will both be performing at the Puffin Room. Uh, tomorrow cultural in, Forum. Yeah, I can't cultural wait. Cultural Forum tomorrow night. 7 p.m. Yep. At 7 p.m. in Teaneck, New Jersey. I can't wait. Lisa's going to be so no, great. We're both. No, this yes. is going to. 